You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 221. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and it is so good to be with you today. And today's episode is I do not fear a recession. But before we get to the topic of the day, last week I talked about a lot of positive things, and this week's going to be very similar. And I want to tell you about one positive thing that you can do today. I'm going to challenge you to do something. I want you to grab your phone and send a text to someone that inspires you. Now, this has nothing to do with what the topic of the day is, but it is part of our being positive podcast series between last week and this week. And just think of how good you can make someone feel by sending a text to someone that inspires you because maybe they have no idea that they inspire you and you can let them know. Think of how you will make their day. Maybe they know it, but you haven't really told them in a while. How awesome would that be? Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe a coworker. Maybe someone you don't know very well. Maybe it's your kid. And if it's some famous athlete or famous person, well, you better dumb it down a little bit because you probably don't have their phone number. So find someone that is in your text directory that you can send a text out to. Wouldn't that really start to move the goodness of this world forward because it all starts with us and it starts with me and it starts with you. So the reason I'm asking you to do this and I'm going to share something and maybe my wife isn't going to be happy about this, but I don't care because she made my day today. She is the one that had a meeting this morning with her building leadership team. She's the principal of a fifth and sixth grade building with about 750 kids. And in her team opener, she asked all of her building leadership team to send a text message to someone that inspires them. And my wife did the same. And her choice was me. And I'm going to read it to you. And I'm going to try not to cry when I do because she made my day, my week, and possibly my year. She said, you make me want to be a better person every day. You are endlessly positive, have your priorities clear, and live your life accordingly. And you make every person you encounter feel happy and seen. I'm so lucky 
to be your partner. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. I do not fear a recession. And I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes or so explaining to you why and why you should not fear a recession either when it comes to your investments. I mean, shoot, there was an article in Forbes Advisor that came out a couple of weeks ago, and the article was titled, Are We in a Recession Yet? by Benjamin Curry. And we'll go ahead and post that in the show notes at Best and Wealth. Dot com So you can take a look. But as the article goes, I'm just going to go through the very first couple of paragraphs. But for almost a year, politicians, economists, financial professions have been engaged in the great debate over whether the U.S. economy is headed for a recession or not. But what is a recession anyway? Well, one common definition of a recession is, and the most technical definition, is two consecutive quarters of negative gross domestic product. And guess what? It happened in the first half of last year, of 2022. Yet, the organization that defines U.S. business cycles, the National Bureau of Economic Research, takes a different view. According to the National Bureau of Economic Research, Their definition of recession is a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and lasts more than a few months. And they went on to say, we are not in a recession in 2022, and we still are not now. And that's exactly why some people say we were in a recession, and some people say we were not in a recession. This has been a debate for a long time. But when we think recession, we think, whoa, our investments are going to go down. Because, you know, what we really think about is the Great Recession of 2008. And in 2008, the S&P 500, which is the weighted average of the largest 500 companies in the U.S., all the companies you know, like Apple and Microsoft and Amazon and McDonald's, and the list goes on. Well, the S&P 500 was down almost 38% in 2008. In fact, from its peak in late 2007, October 2007, to the end of the recession, which was March, I believe, 9th, 2009, the S&P 500 went down 53%. That's why we get scared when we hear recession on the news, because we think, what's going to happen to our investments, to our 401k? But I do not fear a recession. Why would I not fear a recession? I'm a financial advisor. I'm a fiduciary. I'm a certified financial planner. Why don't I fear a recession? Well, I don't for a couple of reasons. Number one, I know that when there's a recession, we get to buy everything on sale. If you could pinpoint those dollars that you invested in 2008 and early 2009, even in 2010, those dollars, how many times they have multiplied. It's unbelievable. A heck of a lot more than when you invest. And a lot of us invest every other week. Money comes out of our paycheck and into our 401k or our 403b or our IRA. Well, when the market's doing really good, well, now we're not buying on sale anymore. You can't buy as many shares. So for me, I'm not retired yet. 
I don't plan on retiring for a long, long time. I should take a step back because to a lot of people, I say, I already am retired. Because when I started Fortress Planning Group in 2011, this was my dream. And when you go to work every day, not even really thinking you're going to work because you really love your job and the people that you work with and your clients, well, you're already retired. So I guess I am. However, I plan on investing for a long, long time and not taking money out of my 401k or my IRA for a long time. So I'm going to buy those shares on sale. And the other reason I don't fear a recession is because I expect one to happen on average every six years. If you're an investor, you better be a long-term investor. And that doesn't mean hopping in and out of the market because we all know the research says that doesn't work very well. So if you're a long-term investor, on average, you can expect a recession every six years. It's part of the deal. And it's not so bad when you expect it. And if you're retired, you still have to have a long-term outlook on your money. You need to do this because we expect you to live a long time in retirement. So we're still following the same philosophy. And you Whoever is retired listening to this podcast can expect a recession on average every six years. You better expect it. Your portfolio is going to go down. But if you have the right financial advisor that has the right withdrawal sourcing going on and has the right diversification going on and knows the method to the madness of getting money outside of your, out of your 401k, you should not fear. Just expect that the recession is going to come on average every six years. And with that, investments are probably going to go down. The S&P 500 averages one down year every four years. So even when we're not in a recession, your investments will go down on average one out of every four years. You should expect it. But it sure doesn't feel good when we turn on the news and we hear of a recession because we think about the Great Recession. And I'm a believer that if we actually, if we can look at these recessions head on and look at what happened in the past, that we will be less fearful about the future. So we have reliable stock market data dating back to 1926 that sits at the University of Chicago, the Center for Research on Security Prices. And with that, We can look at all the data and how the stock market has done through all of these recessions. And since 1926, we've had 16 recessions, 16 on average, one out of every six years. Let's go through these recessions quickly so that we can have a better understanding of what happened to the stock market and to our portfolio overall. And let's pretend for a second that we were born in 1926. And in 1926, your parents put a hundred bucks. Now I'm telling you right now, a hundred bucks was a lot of money back in 1926. But if we can think about it more on our terms, a hundred bucks in an investment account for you in a diversified account with all the things I talk about In these podcasts, we want large and small and value and growth and profitability and international and owning thousands of companies. So think that way for a second and think about factor investing 
tilting a little bit in value, tilting a little bit in small. And let's go on a journey with this 100 bucks and see where it lands today. Well, real quickly, when you put that money in, your parents for you in 1926 when you were born, we had a recession in 1926. It was a few years before the depression. It was a very mild recession. It only lasted a year. It was accompanied with a a bout of inflation. And the stock market slipped 3% in the first month of the downturn. Turned out not to last very long. That 100 bucks recovered very quickly and started moving up. Now you had 200, et cetera, dollars. And then what happened? In January of 1929, the Great Depression started. It decimated the U.S. economy. It decimated your $100. Unemployment climbed to 25.2%. And it lasted until January of 1934. That $100 that you invested in 1926 was probably worth half that or less seven years later. You probably didn't have a lot of trust in what your parents did. Now you're seven years old. You had a hundred bucks and now it's probably about 40 or 50 bucks. But then it started climbing back up, climbing back up and you're even and you're more and you're more. And now another recession starts, the 1937-38 recession. It was a sharp 13-month recession. It was marked by high unemployment and a big dip in industrial production. We thought we were recovering from the depression and now investors suffered a 49% loss, which was a lot, but the market downturn during the Great Depression was down 83%. We didn't think we were going to see downturns again, yet we did, but things started climbing up. And at that end of 1937 though, or end of 1938 when that recession ended, that $100 you started with in 1926, 12 years later, was still 100 bucks. But we start climbing for a long time, and then we hit another recession during World War II. That recession didn't last long. We rebounded very quickly. Think of how scared you'd have been, though. We're in World War II, and we hit a recession. Very scary. Then we hit a recession in 1948 and 1949. Big market downturn. Then we climbed again, another recession in 1953 and 1954, another recession in 1957 and 1958, then another in 1960 and 1961. You might say to yourself, I cannot take it anymore. That's just too much for me to handle because we've now been through one, two, three, four, five, seven recessions, eight recessions, no, seven but our hundred bucks we had is now well over a thousand bucks. We went through eight recessions with that hundred bucks and it multiplied several times. Another recession in 1960 and 1961. And after that 1960-61 recession, we climbed for nine years until we saw another recession in 1969. Then we had the oil crisis recession of 73 through 75. We had a recession in 1980 a recession in 81 and 82. We had the recession during the Gulf War in 1990. And then we went on a magnificent bull run for a decade. But then the tech boom and the tech bust, which we currently call the recession of the tech bubble. 
we saw a huge drop in the S&P 500. But then we climbed again until the global financial crisis. That lasted a long time. It lasted from the end of 2007 to the beginning of 2009, and we lost 53% of our money. But guess what? In between every one of those recessions, that stock market started climbing and our $100 bill climbed and climbed and climbed. And after 2009, we did not have a recession again until COVID-19, 2020. We had two negative GDP quarters and we dropped like a rock. But just like every other recession, when the recession was done, we bounced back very, very quickly. In fact, the S&P 500 in the year 2020 actually had a positive return. And now, fast forward to today and we may be in another recession or might be headed towards one. And it's scary But what about the $100 today? Where is the $100 today? I mean, we hear about the time value of money and we're looking at almost 100 years here. And we're looking at an extremely diversified portfolio. Where is the $100? Where do you think? Did it climb to 10,000? Is that too much? Did it make it to 100,000? No way. No way did the $100 climb to $100,000 going through 16 recessions in a big decline last year. You know, I don't know where that $100 ended. Your $100 that your parents invested for you in 1926, don't you wish? Or your grandparents. That $100 is worth about 9 hundred thousand dollars did you hear that nine hundred thousand dollars we went through 16 recessions and that hundred dollars grew i do not fear a recession i fear for other people that do not understand that it is an expectation as an investor that we're going to go through several recessions together. But here's what you need to do, Family Steward. As we go through this recession and you look at your investments, think of it this way. Think of yourself walking up the stairs. And as you're walking up those stairs, you're playing with the yo-yo, up and down with the yo-yo. You are so good at playing with that yo-yo, you don't even have to look at that yo-yo and you can move that guy up and down. But you know what? You're looking at that yo-yo. You are looking at it go up and down. And that yo-yo represents the stock market. You can walk up those stairs slowly and you can play with that yo-yo. And if you're looking down, you're gonna be scared every single time we hit a recession or your investments go down. But if you're good, if you're good like a true family steward, you will not look down at the yo-yo. Instead, you'll keep your eyes fixed at the top of the stairs. Because as you're walking up the stairs, that's what's actually happening to your investments. If you're a disciplined investor, they are going up over time. Yes, they're gonna go down sometimes. They are going to go down and you are going to get depressed about it. But even if you're retired and you are in a good diversified mix of stocks and bonds and you went through the worst crisis like the Great Recession, 
After two years, your money is almost back intact. After three, it's above intact. And if you have the right financial advisor taking the money out with the right asset classes at the right time, you should not fear a recession either. So are any of us gonna fear a recession? I'm not, and neither are you, and I have to go. I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal of Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only. It does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.